So we have hired a lot of people, but 60% of those people are the result of our employee referral program. 60%, which if you do your own research, you'll see industry average is somewhere around 20 to 40%. And if you're doing 40%, you're doing pretty well to have 40%. But we're really proud to say here at ATS that 60% of our hires are the result of employee referrals. It says a lot about our people, number one. It says a lot about the fact that our employees want people to come to work here with them. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. Hello, everyone. This is Kathleen, and I am in the podcast booth again. So excited to be talking with our guest today. With us on the show today is Dorian Baker, the Vice President of Talent Acquisition at Acclaimed Technical Services, or ATS. Welcome, Dorian. Thank you. So glad to be here. Thanks, Kathleen. Well, you and I have known each other forever. So I am so thrilled that you're here and that we had this opportunity. And what I love is your story. You have such a great story that someone you recruited before thought that it would be really great for you to connect with the CEO of ATS. So share with our audience that story. It sounds wonderful. Yes. So most of the jobs that I have held have been the result of someone in my life giving me a call or shooting me a message and saying, hey, uh, I have something that I want to talk to you about or some unique way of sharing with me a job opportunity. And this was the same case. Uh, one of the hiring managers here at ATS reached out to me via a text and said, hey, let's get together. I want you to meet someone and this person happens to be the CEO of the company. But this hiring manager, I recruited her several years ago to work at a, a different company. And so it's just really cool. And it was a good reminder of how, you know, taking care of people and looking out for people, it does come back to you. And so she gave me that call. And next thing you know, I met with the CEO here. And, and now, uh, three years later, I'm very happy here at ATS. That's great. Yeah. I try to make sure that everyone knows that this is a small community. It may not feel like it at times that it's a small community, but we do know each other. We do refer people. We do connect people. So ATS is a growing company with over 500 employees, and you have about 70 active contracts that you support. And you're the prime on 14 of these contracts. Tell our listeners more about the work that ATS supports in the cleared community. We specialize in providing language operations and technology services to the intelligence community, to our customers. And we have been a very uh, successful in providing that work, especially on Intel analysis and targeting. Uh, we have helped our customers to conduct informed operations and then also very effective project management and systems engineering and software engineering for our customers. We started out as a language services company providing linguists and language analysis and have branched out into providing the language operations and technology. So you touched on a little bit there, but can you tell us what types of cleared positions you're hiring for? 
a lot of the work that we hire for is really dictated by, as I mentioned, some of the effective project management, systems engineering and software engineering work that we do, as well as the, the targeting work. So we hire for software developers, systems engineers, uh, data analysis, analytics work, and also for on the Intel side for desk officers, technical targeters, targeting analysis, and then linguists, uh, everything from Mandarin Chinese, Russian, Ukrainian. Uh, so across the board for the intelligence work that we provide for our customers, we have a number of opportunities for folks that are looking uh, at this time. Awesome. And, you know, big question that everyone wants to know, where are these positions located? Are we all concentrated here in the DMV or maybe somewhere outside the DMV? Yeah. So that's one of the challenges that we have is that almost all of our work is here in the DMV area, uh, Maryland and Virginia more specifically. Uh, but we do have some opportunities outside of the area uh, most of the work that we have, again, is dictated by our customers and, and the work that they have is here in the greater uh, Washington metropolitan area. We are able to relocate, though. So for folks that are open uh, to coming to beautiful D.C., I know it might not be sunny D.C. Uh, right now, uh, but uh, folks that are open to coming here to work in this area, we have a lot of opportunities for you, whether it's working out in the far uh, western regions of Virginia or in the upper northern uh, Maryland area. Yes, we've we've been hit with a few hurricanes here lately, but you know, in my 25 years in the Washington DC area, every now and then we have a few hurricanes. It's it's no big deal. <laughs> we need the rain. Now, I heard through the grapevine that you have sort of a security clearance limitation. Are your positions only full scope polys or do you have other clearance needs? So the majority of our work does require the TSSCI full scope poly. And again, that is another challenge for us from a recruiting perspective, because if you do not have that clearance level, it takes quite a while to get to that level. Uh, so uh, we do have some positions that will allow uh, for a candidate to be considered with a CI poly. But even in those cases, they have to be willing to upgrade to a full scope poly. Uh, for the work that we're involved in. Talking about challenges, what is you know your most burning need, your most difficult to fill position out there? So first of all, our customers tend to combine almost uh, more than one position uh, into one uh, job category. And that does make it a challenge uh, for, uh, for candidates that are in the marketplace. If you are a coder and you're used to developing software, you may be asked to provide briefings and brief, uh, like maybe a, a PM or project manager may do. And, uh, if you're a, a linguist, you may be asked to, uh, lead instruction and to facilitate the instruction. So that there is certainly some truth to that, that a lot of those jobs are very much getting combined. Uh, but we do look for uh, software developers. It's one of our, I don't want to say hurdles, uh, but it is it is one for us to be able to find software developers in the cleared space. And by the way, you're not working remote. So uh, that makes it the, the added uh, struggle there is because so many folks are looking for hybrid or remote opportunities. And because of our customer and the work being done in classified environments, that is few and far between. It's not that it does not happen. Uh, it's just that it is not the uh, common opportunity that you will see. So 
those fully cleared software developers, full stack software developers are really the, the toughest job for us to, to fill. Oh boy, that sounds like a, a big need. But you know what? It sounds like you also have a very impressive number to brag about on your new hires. Tell us more about your employee referral program. Yeah, really proud of that. So we have hired a lot of people, but 60% of those people are the result of our employee referral program. 60%, which if you do your own research, you'll see industry average is somewhere around 20 to 40%. And if you're doing 40%, you're doing pretty well to have 40%. But we're really proud to say here at ATS that 60% of our hires are the result of employee referrals says a lot about our people, number one. It says a lot about the fact that our employees want people to come to work here with them. And uh, we have been uh, doing this for a while, rewarding our employees with incentives. Uh, some of them are even higher than others, up to $20,000 for employee referral bonuses. Uh, but we, we do this to engage both our current employees and really to find the best talent. We have found, like many other companies have found, that your best talent is going to come from your best talent. In most cases, they know the types of people who will thrive and not just survive in this environment. When we receive those referrals, we act on them immediately and uh, look for any place here at ATS where they might be a great fit. So our employee referrals have been a real strength for, for ATS uh, to be able to find some of the best people in the business. That is impressive. I don't think I've ever heard of a company having a 60% referral rate. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's absolutely awesome. You also have something else impressive to share with our audience that ATS is one of only eight companies that have been named in the Washington Post top workplace in each of the last 10 years. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So this is great for us because it is an award that is based on our employees' responses. We'd love to go out and just, hey, hey, we're the best place to come work at, right? Uh, but our employees' responses is what dictates our receiving that award. And our being one of a very few companies, eight companies that has been a top workplace by the Washington Post for the past 10 years means a lot to us for that reason. But also the information that we receive from the surveys that are conducted, we use that information to improve wherever there may be areas that we can do better for our employees. So it means a lot to us because our employees have voted us to be a top workplace, but also because we take their input to get better at taking care of the folks that we care about the most. That is just absolutely awesome. So obviously having such a great referral program and having the top award for 10 years from the Washington Post, you obviously have a really great company culture. So you want to talk about, you know, it starts at the top. You got to meet the big man himself before you started there. Tell us more about why it's important and how your employees align themselves with the culture to be successful. For me personally, it's important, but I think it's important for any organization because as the leader goes, your organization will go. And when you have a CEO or really anyone in leadership, if you have someone in that CEO seat and you see what matters to that person, to that individual, then if you are an aspiring leader, then you are going to want to emulate what you see your leader does. And 
here at ATS, our CEO, Dave Cerny, has been a great example, not only just from a business standpoint, but you can truly see what matters to him is the people. People matter. And when the people matter to your CEO and to the leadership, then everyone else has to kind of fall in line um, and, and also take care of the people if they want to also uh, have a leadership opportunity here in the organization. And if you're not that kind of person, honestly, eventually you're probably going to want to go elsewhere, somewhere where maybe you don't care about the people as much or you're not emphasizing that. But it never ceases to amaze me. I go out with Dave Cerny and other leaders and we meet with our employees, open house events and other uh, networking and social events and how he engages with our, our folks um, out in, in public, but also even behind closed doors. He really cares about the people and uh, and getting to know them and their families and, and things like that. And when you see that from my position and those who are around me, you begin to emulate that and, and want to really take care of those who you're working together with and working for every day. Truly amazing. So one of the things that you mentioned in our pre-call, you talk about someone who would thrive at ATS. You talk about adaptability. Can you explain a little bit more what you mean about adaptability to thrive at ATS? When you get an opportunity to work for a small company, which actually ATS, we can no longer really consider ourselves a small with nearly going to 600 people at this point. We're more like the uh, Goldilocks, if you will, like not too big, not too small, but kind of just right. But even in a company of our size, there are a number of hats to be worn in many cases uh, by the same uh, people because there's just opportunity to help the company improve, to help the company grow, to give more opportunity for other people to come in, whether it's through internships uh, or through new jobs or contracts that have been awarded. But also if you're on contract for one of our customers, the likelihood that you are going to be called upon to do something maybe a little bit outside of the objectives in your job description is very high uh, because of the demands of the customer, because of the mission itself. Um, you may not always be able to hire a, a subject matter expert. Um, so you may be called upon to learn, uh, to, to grow in your, your own development, to get training, maybe even education or certifications that will help you to assist the customer and completing the mission. And which is, if you look at our website, you'll see some things that will say, hey, our mission is our customer's mission. We want to help our customer achieve their mission. In order to do that, you may have to adapt and, and learn things that are outside of your job description to be able to meet that mission. That's great. Because I know a lot of people think that what's in the job description is what you need to do. And Yes, that's great. But at the same time, we're supporting national security. We're supporting a very large country. And sometimes you do have to adapt. I also found it fascinating that ATS decided to switch and become an employee stock ownership plan. Now, why would that matter to someone in the cleared community? Well, I love it. As a recruiter in this space, you'll find that most of the benefit offerings, most of the things that you talk to candidates about whether it's 401k, PTO, or anything like that. In many of those cases, you're telling them the same things that any other recruiter would be telling them about, right? One of the things I like about ATS is being an employee stock ownership plan company is that the value 
that you generate as an employee gets returned back to you as an employee owner. At ATS, all of our employees are employee owners. So as an an ESOP, as you generate value for the company, then at the end of the day, that value is being returned to you. If you were not an ESOP, in a publicly traded company, then it's returned to the stockholders and stakeholders with, for that company. Or if you're at a privately held company where it's you may be half a dozen or a dozen individuals that are at the top that kind of own the company, in that case, you're returning value to them. And so here at ATS, at an employee stock ownership plan company, that value that you're generating at the end of the day is being returned to you. And also for me, I look at it as every day that I go to work that I have an opportunity to increase that value. So it it matters to me to know that uh, the work that I put in, that my team puts in, is helping to generate value for all of our employees that are employee owners. I think that's amazing. And it sounds like you have your own hashtag. Yes, yes. Hashtag own the seat. O-W-N-T-H-E-S-E-A-T. Own the seat. And in our industry, it is a popular term of butts and seats. And what that really means is that on most contracts, you'll have a billet or a slot or a job, and you want to find a body to put in that in that billet. And if you have a body in that billet, in that job uh, for enough time, then the company will make revenue or make money uh, for that person. And so uh, many people have been in that position where they are just that. They are a body in a billet or a butt in seat. That is it. If I'm there to charge time to build the contract. Instead of you just being a butt in seat, wouldn't it be great if you could actually own the seat? Meaning that the, the, the money that you're generating, the revenue and the profits that you're generating for the company, that you actually have an ownership in that and a stake in that. And that's what you have at it here at ATS and an employee stock ownership plan company that you get to not just be a butt in seat, but wouldn't you love to actually own the seat? <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. So as we're talking to an audience of cleared professionals, what would be your number one job search tip? It probably starts even before the job search. I mentioned this earlier about how you take care of people. Uh, treat people the way that you want to be treated. And I know coming from a recruiter, uh, it may sound like, oh, wait a minute, I've had some bad experiences with recruiters. I've known some uh, folks that I've spoken to that would say, hey, recruiters don't get back to me. They don't, they don't give me any feedback, don't follow up. And those things are important to me. As a matter of fact, I've been called out on those myself. Like, wait a minute, Dorian, you haven't gotten back to me. Like, But the, it matters. It means something. So um, the, the fact that you treat people the way you want to be treated matters, however long the process, um, however difficult it may be. And it may not always be the recruiter's uh, fault or their their ability to be able to make something happen. It's kind of like blaming your, your waiter or waitress for the food that comes out of the kitchen, right? So um, we might take it out on the recruiter, but it may not be the recruiter at all that had um, that had the ability to make things better for you. Um, so I would say that's my number one tip is to treat people, including the recruiters that you work with, the way that you want to be treated. Be professional um, at, at all times as best as you can. And sometimes even I've been in, in situations where the people that you may be working with may not be professional. Don't allow them 
uh, to pull you into a situation where you're not professional. So if you are searching for a job, treat the people that you're working with, the recruiters, the managers, even the, the front desk receptionist that you might see on your way into an interview, treat them the way that you want to be treated. Sounds awesome. So how may our listeners get in touch with you? So the best way is probably either via email or you can go to acclaimtechnical.com and to our career site there, or you can email us at careers at acclaimtechnical.com. Uh, in addition to that, we are hosting events, open house events, and you can see more about that on our website. Dorian, I was looking forward to this and you so blew everything out of the water and just so impressed me. And I'm so excited that we had this opportunity to talk and we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. So I was very excited today to talk to Dorian Baker from Acclaim Technical Services. He's been in the community for so long, and he's just done some amazing things with this company. Having a 60% referral rate is just outstanding in this industry. Being voted 10 years in a row of being one of the Washington Post's top places to work. I mean, this is definitely a place where they walk the talk and people are the most important asset at the company. And I really liked his uh, hashtag, own the seat. So thank you everyone for listening. As we say every week, and we hope you listen to us, we would love it if you would write a review, let your friends know about our podcast. If you're looking for more job search tips, sign up for our newsletter, or you can follow our LinkedIn page where we post information about our upcoming events, our upcoming webinars, and also any of our featured employers. For now, take care. Bye-bye.